Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Reagan Genschieski. And I'm Calvin McNelly with all things Charger Sports. First, we're going to give you a quick recap of the weekend, and then we're going to be joined in studio with a very special guest, a senior on the volleyball team, Caroline Shelton. But first... The Hillsdale Charger football team fell to Lake Erie this weekend 34-14. Lake Erie had three touchdowns of 49 yards or more on the day, including both second-half touchdowns that helped the Storm pull away in the victory. Statistical leaders included quarterback Garrett Eisen, who finished 8 of 22 for 93 yards and two interceptions, connecting with redshirt freshman Isaac Tesla three times for 53 yards. Josh Peroni returned a kickoff 89 yards for a touchdown, the first for the Chargers since 2013. Defensively, Alex Anschutz led Hillsdale with 12 tackles to go with his PAT block, and juniors Zach Herzog and Kyle Kudla each chipped in seven tackles. At the 2021 Midwest Regional Crossover, the women's volleyball team went 2-1 the weekend, topping the University of Indianapolis and Lewis University, but falling to Michigan Tech. Over the weekend, senior setter Lindsay Mertz broke a 13-year-old school record in the victory. She surpassed Stephanie Boom's career total of 4,640 assists, and now she stands at 4,686 overall. Mertz had already set the single-season record for assists with 1,264 in 2018. Additionally, Caroline Shelton had an impressive 33 kills and 47 digs. Coming up this week, the Hillsdale volleyball team will welcome Ashland University to the GMAC on October 22nd at 7 p.m. and face off against Tiffin October 23rd at 1 p.m. The women's swimming team will race against Hope College in Ohio Northern on October 23rd at 2 p.m. And the men and women's cross-country team will compete in the GMAC championships on October 23rd. And the football team will travel to Finley to take on their rivals on Saturday at noon. So like I mentioned earlier, we are joined in studio by a very special guest. She says she needs no introduction, a senior on the volleyball team, Caroline Shelton. Thanks for joining us, Caroline. Thank you so much. And I'm not sure how many of your listeners know this, but Reagan is actually my best friend. So I'm so honored (laughs) to be on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't think that's a conflict of interest. Um, It was a no brainer to have you on the show after we had your boyfriend, John Pearson, on last week. And we spent most of the episode actually talking about you, Caroline. Yes, he did a great job. It it was a great interview and everybody in my family really enjoyed listening to it. And I think we should include that, Cal, you're besties with John. Mm -hmm. Very fun. So it was it was a nice it's been like it's like a bestie crossover like the last two weeks. But anyways, Caroline, you this week, you guys were at the Midwest Regional Crossover. Uh, where in the country is that? Yes, so that's in Haymond, Indiana, which is actually closer to Chicago than Indianapolis. So it was right past South Bend. Okay, cool. And so this is where the best of the best come in the regional to in the region to compete. But there's something I think that's super special about this crossover. It's It's October, so we're near Halloween. You guys dress up. Caroline, can you explain to me what the volleyball team's uh, costumes were this year? Yes. So every year we've done something a little bit different. So this year we were the 101 Dalmatians. Um, Taylor, our assistant coach, was the maid in the movie. Tyler, our trainer, and Rico, our assistant coach, were Corella DeVille's henchmen. (laughs) And our coach was Corella DeVille herself. He did a very great job. He embodied her character and persona perfectly, and honestly, it could not have been any better. 
But you guys weren't the only 101 Dalmatians there, correct? Correct. That was very shocking to walk in and see other people wearing the exact same homemade costumes that we were wearing. <laughs> and I That's heard, yeah. <laughs> and I heard that, so there's two Corella DeVilles, which is like too much evil in one place. But I was talking to Maggie earlier, who's my roommate, and she said that Coach Gravel was like a creepy Corella DeVille, <laughs> where this other woman, the other coach, what team was it? Do you know? Oh, gosh. It was Wisconsin Parkside, something like okay. that. Okay. A rando team. It was we don't a know. random a loser team. team, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, Parkside <laughs> or whatever. But and Maggie said their coach looked super cute. Yes, she was adorable. She looked really good in her costume. She had this really cute black jumpsuit on. And our coach was in this um, white and black wig while wearing our setter, Lindsay Mertz's white, what she calls her Queen Latifah robe. That's so, so funny. So he looked great. Oh, my gosh. So you guys went two and one on the weekend. Caroline, talk to me a little bit about how you guys feel walking away from the weekend. I know you did end on a loss, but you had two strong victories um, where you guys went undefeated in those sets. How do do you guys feel walking away from the weekend? So after the first day, I think we were feeling really good. The last time that we had played UND, who we played in our first match that we um, won pretty easily, was actually in regionals in 2019. We beat them in the quarterfinals that got us into the – top 32 I'm not sure what the name is um but we had we since I've been here we have never played Lewis and beat them so that was a really cool experience to play them in that second match and actually come away with a victory that we got pretty pretty easily what is Lewis's mascot the Flyers I they if you go to their gym they look like um the Wright brothers almost with those (laughs) traditional you know flyer goggles and then those hats that um flyers uh, pilots I'm sorry pilots used to wear and they also look like the um, helmets that football players used to wear before they were actually helmets oh interesting yes so but it's about time that a charger takes down a flyer absolutely whatever that is absolutely and Caroline you're a senior on the team you will be taking your fifth year but how are you feeling this year you know it's year four most people's bodies start to get a little tired around this time I know I feel like I'm breaking Uh, how are you feeling this season Um, I'm feeling okay. Sometimes I wonder if my body is sore or if I um, have just become so numb to the pain that I'm feeling that it's just a normal everyday occurrence to feel the way that I do. Cal, maybe you can attest to this as a football player. Is this a? Can you help Caroline here? Can you diagnose her? Is this normal? I think it's definitely true, though. Like late <laughs> in the season, you know. You so I, I always feel like during camp, like I the first couple of days I'm sore, and mm-hmm. then. You're like not because no. you're used to it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, does your body get used to the pain? Like, what's up with it? Yeah, definitely. It's so it's so interesting. And you guys, I mean, it's intense. You're jumping and diving all over mm-hmm. the stinking. It, and it's also it's not a soft surface. Not like turf. It's hard. Yeah, wood. turf is hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. I got a concussion on turf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't don't undermine that because I whacked my head pretty hard. But carry on. Yes, it is a very hard ground. Yeah. It's always so impressive, like see you guys like diving for balls and stuff. It's like, oh my gosh! But those those are the exciting plays, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the big hustle plays. And, yes. Um, is that is that part of Coach Gravel's like a strategy? Does he want you guys to you know hustle for those? Is that something he looks for? And you know, when you guys have a good game or a bad game, you know. Yes. Um. I think just making a lot of plays in every 
match is something that like we really focus on. We really emphasize two steps after every play. So even if we know we're not going to get the ball, maybe if it hits off the block or like somebody hits a straight down kill, we still make the effort to make a movement towards where that ball was so that our body is used to um, moving towards that ball so that when the plays sometimes are a little wonky, we are able to get them up more than like most teams would be able to. So it's so, so interesting to kind of get that insight there. When you, when you, and this team, I was thinking about this today, you know, with the group you have of now, see, like it's like finally seniors their last year. I had uh, nudes and Scheider and the, the whole crew, Lindsay. Is is how what's it like playing with them who've been in Coach Gravel's system for this entire time and they know you know how how he how how he likes to coach things and what he wants to see out of you guys. How how does that help having that kind of senior leadership going into a big tournament like the one you guys just had? So it's really great. And um, our five seniors that we're going to have graduating this year, it's Maddie Scheider, Maddie Clark, Alyssa Van Wienen, um, Lindsay Mertz, and Maggie DePore. And we're all like a very, us six are a very tight-knit group. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really funny because none of us had a group chat with us all together until last year's spring break. Yeah. And our group chat is... I can't believe this is our first group chat. It's embarrassing. And nobody's <laughs> ever funny. changed the name because that's just what it is. Um, but it's really nice to have, like, this close group of, um, like, tight-knit upperclassmen because I think that this is one of our first years where we haven't had major conflict with the upperclassmen. And I feel like that's really trickling down into our underclassmen. Um, we have a really good chemistry on this team this year. Everybody really gets along really well. Like, I could go up and have a conversation to any one of my team members, and I think that they would feel comfortable going to any of the other upperclassmen or underclassmen and just feeling like um, we're teammates instead of like we're the seniors like we're the older kids like we're all friends like we're all peers we're all working towards the same goal it's not a high higher hierarchical um, establishment that we have going on that's so interesting and and, then you know if you see them walking around campus or see you guys on the sidelines it's like so obvious it's like they get along and they're like best friends it's so true yes it's like a it's like a family and in in like a literal way and hypothetical way because coach gravel his wife Mm -hmm. is is on the is on the coaching staff and one of your former teammates taylor weiss is also so it's just you know everybody's you know they've been there and you know you i i think it's so obvious to see the it is connection you guys have and it's, it's so so cool so fun to watch and your play, you know, shows it. So yes, thank you. Very, very cool. When you um so when you are preparing for a big tournament like the one you guys just had, you had to play one 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 day you guys had two games yes. in one day. How does it change your preparation knowing when, you know, you maybe finish a game and you know, a couple hours we gotta go at it again? What 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 changes when you guys is, are, are looking at that type of arrangement? Yes, so we were very lucky because after our first game, we had um, a significant amount of time in between our two other matches. So our parents actually do a really good job, and we're really appreciative because they bring snacks after every game. Mm -hmm. So we'll always have like a chocolate milk, Fair Life, or just a protein chocolate milk that we'll be able to eat along with like different snacks. And then we obviously will like get a game, get a get an actual meal before our next game. But like really using that time to rest and recuperate our bodies, but also like our mental um, game, just kind of taking our time off um, and being able to come back out and perform mentally and physically as we were able to in the first match. So, yes. Talking to Caroline Shelton on Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Speaking of food, Caroline, uh, you just... (laughs) You knew it was coming. You Uh, knew it was going to (laughs) happen. Let's play a little game that we always play. And I'd like to mention this is Caroline's second time on the show. She came on last year uh, with Martin Peterson and I. So we're going to play, can I eat this, Coach Gravel? 
So I actually learned something. I've learned a lot about their uh, meal plan through my times playing this. So I, I think I've come up with some different things that I like to ask. Uh, how about a turkey sandwich? Well, let me set it up first. Sorry, I'm getting okay. ahead of myself. It's uh, the day before a game. Okay. So let's say it's lunchtime, right? We start five meals before. Yes. Five meals before game time. We're in Saga. We're looking around. You want to make yourself a sandwich. You're thinking about the turkey sandwich. Can you have that? Yes, you can. And that's actually really funny that you said the day before because that plays such a big um, part in deciding which meats that you can have day of compared to day before. But yes, turkey is good anytime. Okay, turkey is good anytime. Yes. Let's say you want to have an Italian wrap. I don't know if you guys have tried this from Grab and Go. It's my go-to. I think I have it five times a week. <laughs> can you have that? Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what's on it. You can have ham. Okay. So ham's okay. Um, I'm, I believe that you will be able to have the Italian wrap. Salami might be an issue, but I'm pretty sure that salami's okay the day of a game. But it has that, it has some type of dressing in it. I think it's ranch. Yes. But, and that's where things have gotten a little hazy. And I know mm -hmm. my team was about to throw hands, I don't know, with each other about ranch. <laughs> it was very weird um, because ranch is an interesting line. So can you it explain is. to people, one, I would like to know the line with the meat mm -hmm. and then also the line with ranch. Yes. So um, you're supposed to try and eat leaner meats the day of a game just so that your body feels a little lighter, a little less weighed down. Um no fried foods like even if it is like white chicken you're not supposed to have like chicken strips because it is a fried food you are you are going to feel a little bit heavier um but with regards to the ranch you really try and cut back on like the creamy dressings mm. and i'm not sure if you've ever made ranch but when i was a waitress we'd have to make ranch and it is <laughs> mayo milk and ranch dressing <laughs> ranch dressing seasoning and so it's not that good for you <laughs> so trying to keep that on the lighter side is what the um, fuel really emphasizes Charger recipe rundown. Yeah. <laughs> Cal, do you have anything? That I, 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 this is so, it was so interesting to me because I heard, I was listening to the podcast. You know, for us, we, we never have, you know, they, they want us just eat as much as you can and yeah, get big and strong. Exactly. And so we're the so, same way. It's, 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 so, it's so unique and different. Does it, was this something, when you were recruited here, does this mention at all? Did anybody drop this line like, hey, by the way? Yes, okay. it was because when I came on my visit, I actually stayed with Taylor Weiss when she was a freshman here. And so I went through their um, the day with them. So I went to like their fueling and like their pregame meal so I could kind of have an idea of what they were allowed to eat and what they weren't allowed to eat. And it's not a super big deal for me because I like to eat healthier anyways, but there are some girls on our team that will like only eat chicken strips, only <laughs> eat like fried foods and stuff like that. So they have a bigger issue with it. Cal, do you think there's a food that you guys always eat before a game that would like just devastate your team if you couldn't have, if you were on the field like the volleyball team? So I'll tell you what happens. Every day, every Friday we have a team meal, right? And so what will happen is they'll immediately, because we'll all, we'll all, every all 100 guys will show up in line at one time. And so they'll run out of the main course right away. Yeah. But they always have an extra tray of burgers that they can heat up. Always. So I think if we didn't mm. fuel the Charger football team with some delicious bone burgers yeah then i, I just don't th i don't know what would happen yeah. we, who knows it, it's impossible to tell so that's what i would say do they ever give you the uh donuts as buns i tried that this year <laughs> what yeah have you never had that <laughs> no i've never heard of that <laughs> okay so well first of all it's only something i've seen the bone do thank you bone appetite but <laughs> um they had like a little carnival this year where they had food outside and 
this was where I tried it and I was like going through line. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a burger. We just came from practice and they had donuts as buns. So I'm assuming that wouldn't be on the fuel. We can't eat that, right, Coach Gravel? No, you cannot eat a donut burger bun. <laughs> day of or day before. That's a no-go. Maybe just ever. Maybe just don't yeah. eat that food. Okay, it was good, first of all. <laughs> but, um, but you did mention that there is a one, one dessert I think you can have just if you really have that sugar craving is it the oatmeal raisin cookie? <laughs> yes, I remembered this earlier this season <laughs> that you could have one oatmeal raisin cookie a day on the fuel. And I don't know if you remember this, Reagan, but I ran to find you after remembering <laughs> this and I let you know that we could have that. Thank you. I need to know because I go and I talk around, <laughs> I talk about can I eat this Coach Gravel all the time on campus. Uh, talking to Caroline Shelton on Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Speaking of really just the volleyball team and talking in general, Caroline, you know, I know your team is a very chatty team, especially on the sidelines, but do you ever get like kind of mean to the other team? You know, something along the lines of uh, trash talking? Um, I have been known to trash talk (laughs) and I have been known to sometimes get in trouble from the ref or um, have to talk to my coach about it after the game. There's always apologies involved, um, obviously, because I normally feel bad about it after the fact. <laughs> it's so crazy. I mean, because there's just there's nothing there, just a mesh yes. net, right? And you know, these stinking they're come jumping to block my stinking strikes every time. You know, you don't need to be exactly. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's normally not yelling like mean things across the net. It's normally cheering across the net. Like if you go up and you get a big block and yeah. you stuff the best player on their team and you turn and you like like punch your fist and kind of point at them, yeah. that's a little bit of taunting. <laughs> And it could be construed yeah. as bad sportsmanship. <laughs> could, keywords could be. Could be. It's subjective. Yeah. <laughs> and Cal, I heard from some football players that this weekend at Lake Erie, they were nasty on the field. What was that trash talking like? Yeah, it's a little. It's it's kind of tough. You know, some some teams are more chippy than others. I'm sure you yeah. know that from volleyball. Some it's it's some part of some team strategy actually is trying mm-hmm. to throw you off your game a little bit. But that's kind of it. Kind of comes with the territory. I mean, there's no. Yeah. You have to be able to lock in mentally, and I'm sure you would. You know, you can't you can't be distracted by what they're trying to say, and still have to execute. You know, from the best of your ability. What what is your strategy too? What if what if someone on the other team is chirping a little bit at you? You know, how do you block that out? How do you get ready to go and attack the next play? So we actually sometimes practice chirping each other in practice. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> kind of to get like a little, not to get a little bit of an out, but to kind to get it out, but to also help um, motivate each other yeah. for that when that happens in a game, it doesn't throw us off our game. So um, it's a lot of fun in practice, like when we kind of get into that. <laughs> Do you guys, and I'll answer this question too, think there's a team that's worse, like the the worst trash talk, meaning like they talk trash too much? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't think, because trash talking doesn't happen that often in volleyball. I feel like there was an issue a couple years ago with Tiffin. Okay. Back when they had a really good player on their team, but I'm not 100% sure if that was the team. That was so long ago and so much has happened since then that I wouldn't I wouldn't quite remember. 
We had o- uh, ODU was terrible ODU. to us last year. They were like calling players like ugly and oh like, gosh. What it, the? I know. And I was like walking after the game and I like said to one of the freshmen, I'm like, hold me back if we see somebody. And she was like, no, I'm joining in with you. I'm like, that's not what I told you to do. <laughs> but do you have anybody, Cal? It's it's hard to remember because, you know, in the heat of the game, you know, you're just trying to, you know, I want to get through it, you know. Exactly. And, and it's, it's weird too in football because you sometimes you can't see. Right. Because there's a helmet, and so if it's not directed at you, you don't mm-hmm. know they're talking to you, and they have a mask, right, over yes. their face. So it's a little bit different. Um, and then, you know, sometimes sometimes, <laughs> sometimes maybe it's us. I mean, we, <laughs> I <yeah. know. laughs> we, we could be the answer. That could be the, the Chargers <laughs> might be the worst team in the league with I the trash. Say, it's hard to tell if the other team's trash talking or if it's your teammate. <laughs> That's so, so true. Actually. That is funny. <laughs> Well, Caroline, I started this last week. Um, We're having people send in questions uh, to ask the athletes because it's kind of boring if just Cal and I are the brains behind the whole operation. So So this one comes from a very special guest, John Pearson. Oh, yeah. You may know him. You may know him. I don't know. I've seen him around campus. around campus. He needs a haircut, I heard. Actually, very true, actually. He does. He does. So he would like to know, uh, if you had to fight one GMAC mascot to the death, what would it be and why? Or who would it be, I should say? A GMAC mascot. I kind of have to run through them in my head a little bit. So you have the Tiffin Dragons. Wow. The Oilers. That's an awful mascot, by the way. <laughs> so true. The Cedarville Hornets. The Trojans. The Trevecca Trojans. What's mm-hmm. Kentucky? A Wildcat, I think. Oh, yeah. That I think boring. so. Yeah. Or the, oh, I, I recognize them as just like a K-dub. Yeah, like that's it. Yes, and then I honestly can't remember anybody else that's in our conference. So out of those teams, I'd probably fight the dragon just because I think I could win, um, and it would be a lot cooler. Yeah. Then Wh- what about the Oilers? Don't isn't that like a what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Like you can't have like we have Charlie the Charger and he just prances around like football games. Like that's cool. What do they have prancing around? A big slate of metal? Like, that's so awkward. That's who I would want to fight to the death and I'd bring like a drill or something. Yeah. <laughs> like a sledgehammer. I feel like that would be able to take him down. But interesting, exactly. you would take on the dragons. Yeah. See, that's the last thing I would have said. Really? Yeah, I would not have guessed you to take I, I was guessing the Hornets because the Hornets. I, I I think you probably well, yeah, Hornets would be a little easier because, you know, I hit things with my hand for Ooh, a living. That's so really I your would job. just, I, yeah, that's literally my job. <laughs> so I would just slap it out of the way. That's so smart. And so it would be way too easy. I wouldn't get any cause for it. Like, at right. least the dragon would be fight to the finale. Yeah, well, you heard it here first. If Caroline Shellen had to take on any GMAC mascot in a fight to the death, she would take on the Tiffin Dragons. Uh, Caroline, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.